Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Not for the first time this year, the game was won and lost by quarter time with Carlton kicking nine goals to nine goals five to two points. The Eagles fought back in the second half, outscoring Carlton by two goals, but damage was done. The Blues were down to one rotation on the bench. So we'll find out the reasons why this happened in this week's episode. And to do that, I'm joined by Dan and Wayne. How are you going, boys? Yeah, good to see you, boys. Yep, good to be here as always. Yeah, we're doing this by Zoom because uh, we uh, prior commitments. So hopefully uh, next week we're back in the studio and uh, bringing you these bigger and longer shows. Uh, before we get into the game, thanks to Tom Plus Fitness, CBK, Hillary's and Joondalup for jumping on board as a sponsor. And get onto Linktree for all our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Dan tells me he's going to do TikTok soon. He's going to do a couple of little dancing videos or something. <laughs> uh, so we'll let, look out for that um, We are on there, I just haven't put too much on there on TikTok So if you want to search us out, have a look um, Boys, let's get into the game, hey 21 goals, 14, 140 to 10 goals, 9 And it was really Charlie Kerno versus the Eagles uh, What was your little brief interlude version of the game are there, Dan? Yeah, you, you said it in the intro. It was really the Charlie Kerno show. Like, um, they dominated the middle at the beginning, and that's how he got most of his goals. And as you said, it was over in the first quarter, basically. And it was just such clean delivery to him, you know. What I mean, there wasn't much the defenders can do. Like, we had Hoff on him, then Bazo, then Allen had to go back. Um, but it really was the lack of. Uh, Defence and we just couldn't win the ball in the middle to start that game. So you can't really put on the defenders. The ball came in so quick and so clean that there wasn't much they could do. So that was basically the game to me. Yeah, they had four goals too before we had 10 possessions. So that's how bad the start was. And the first goal dribbled through. So you knew from the start something wasn't on. And for that to happen, uh, it was going to be a long day at the office. What about you, Wayne? I, uh, my biggest disappointment, and I, I, I'm very vocal about this, was at the start. Why would they put Brady Hoff on Kerno? Now, Paris <laughs> comes out, and the Paris apparently injured comes out. Now, why why wouldn't at the start you'd play either Allen or Darling on him from the word go? I don't care what anyone says. I know Oscar's our key forward, and that 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 to me was bad coaching. Um, you could not expect Brady Hoff, who had a great game against Charlie Cameron. I know, but you're playing full full back. I mean, you would you would have been off Shannon Hearn in there, had a bit more experience at least. But um, we're just blitzed in the middle from the word go. Um, sure, he tried. He was probably overdoing things a little bit too much because he was on his own virtually in that middle. And yeah, he just lacked support. But I, I still thought Bailey wins won his fair share of taps in that first quarter. But again, um, young bloke from uh, Carlton stole the show. That was yeah, young. Um, um, Walsh, he just dominated. Yeah, look, um, I'm glad you brought up the Brady Hoff really uh, early. I thought that was a real bad coaching decision there. Um, you know, Brass, they've known all week that he hasn't got a play, so why name him for one? Um, oh, and that's not just Eagles, it's all clubs are doing it, and it, they've got to change at the AFL. You, you, you name the 23, they, they've got to be the ones playing. That's the way it should be. I know people people lose lots of money on that stuff. I don't bet, but that's just, you know, 
you got to think about the bigger picture. And to me, I, you know, Brady Hoff, yeah, look, he wasn't given too much height, you know, because he's a taller boy. He's a tall guy, but the size, Rhett Bazo, um, probably couldn't do it. That's probably why they'd take Oscar down there. Maybe they could have chucked even a Jack Williams down there. I don't know. Um, at the end of the day, the midfield supply in that first half was absolutely pathetic. Uh, what do you reckon, Dan? Yeah, no, it was. And it was surprising we came back um, so well in that game. But I don't think, as I said, I don't think it mattered. Like, Kerner, yeah, he kicked lots of goals. But the damage started in the midfield, you know, and, and we did – you know, get better. You know, Walsh went off, obviously, that helped. But as soon as we even the contest around the ground, it was an even contest then. We actually won it, you know what I mean, in the second half. Um, but to me, it's, I, I'm a little bit upset. I didn't mind chucking Young, Hoff and Bazo on him to start. I don't think it's like – I understand what Wayne's saying, but to me – we're not in that stage where we're going to win games and win in pressure. It's to get experience into these kids. I'll tell you what, playing on the best key forward in the comp, that's good experience for um, for Bazo and Hoff. Um, and that's all you can really take out of it. Uh, individually, some players like – I didn't actually mind O'Neill's game. He came on, what, played half a game as a sub, got 14 disposals. And the fact he kind of replaced Huey – I like that because you and I talked about last week that he's just got to play in the midfield and release the shackles. So if he can get 14 disposals in half a game, keep him in there. Give Hewitt a go. Give Kelly a go. Give him a go. Move Sheet out. Put Sheet in the half forward or um, in the forward line 50, you know what I mean? Because he's a good kick on goal, Sheet. Like he has his um, faults, which we talk about mainly defensively. But, well, he's a good kick on goal, well, Put him there for a while and just get these experiences into some of these young kids, you know. Well, you, you said second half we fought back. Now, uh, we we wallpapering over the cracks because I only had one person on a rotation after half time. Um, is that the reason why we get back in there, or was it we had a better effort? Either way, if it was a better effort, why isn't the effort at there at the start? And it's all our attitude. So they're the big questions I'd be asking as a coaching unit. And as a playing unit, that you know, you can you can bring effort and and have a go in half a game. But the first half was absolutely shocking. The first quarter was probably I, I was thinking is going to be worse than Sydney. So to their credit, they they dug in and got a, a man behind the, the ball. But yeah, look, I, I just we, we park on about it all all the time, and we're having lots of losses, and that's where we're going to be. But all as as fans, as members, you want to see effort. And when you see a first-half effort like that, you know, people keep glossing over it. We, we've got to find the reason why we're having bad starts. Dan, you have your hand up? Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I, don't, I don't think we're glossing over it. It is actually where we're at. I don't think anyone's happy with that. No, I don't think – I'm not seeing, like, yay, Kerno kick 10. Um, and they did, like, I think <laughs> – their injuries are a bit of a shift. Losing Walsh because of the type of player and the way he was playing, that is a big blow. But they only had the one rotation. That was at the end when the game was lost. So it was more they just didn't want to risk players. You know what I mean? It's like the game's over to them. Um, and as I said to you, we had to beat the line, and we didn't do that. We missed it by a goal. So to me, it's not a good result. I said last week we had to beat the line because that's what we've been doing the last three weeks. To yeah. do better than what we're expected to. That's that's all I wanted from them, and they didn't do it that time. But it does make you wonder, like, 
what did we lose by last time? 170 points? No, 130 or something? Like, did we count this? 108 points. Well, is this improvement on the, on the, if you looked at the numbers, it looks like it, but it doesn't really feel like it. You know what I mean? And to me, the future, it's not as dire as people may think because, you know, I'm really excited to see what Bird Jill can do, who's injured, and Jai Cully to come in. Then you add, you know, whoever we picked this year, and it, there's that bit of youth there, you know what I mean? So you've got Bazo and Hoff down back. It, it's all about just getting games into these kids and and the ones that have been on the list two, three, four years, see if they deserve their spot on the list, you know what I mean? Um, and it's more exciting now watching the bloody waffle that it is the AFL because they stopped finally getting that nine, ten players in the team and you can see how they're going in there, you know what I mean? It's a bit more competitive now. Um, so I think there'll be a few changes. Well, we'll talk about the waffle towards the end of the show because I want to talk about that in the waffle wrap side of it. Wayne, um, you, you had a view there, but just quickly before you get in on yours, uh, we lost the inside 50s by 20, um, and I think the marks inside 50, I'm trying to find it here, I think it was pretty even in the end, but it just showed you that it was a game played in two halves. And, guys, you know, we, we got a lot of the ball and we weren't too far yet. So it was only three different on the marks inside 50s. They had 13, we had 10. But, again, you know, we, we can sit there and dissect the game any way we like it. Um, you, Dan's got a positive spin on it. I took a negative spin on it. Um, I just want to see effort. Um, Wayne, what, what did you want to put in? Well, Kerno's you know, kicked something like 32 goals in the last four games against us. So he obviously loves playing against us. But you also, to you compare, I compare us to Hawthorne. Now, Hawthorne are as young as us. Uh, they might be even a little a tad younger, yet they're, they're showing so much more through their younger players than we are. And I'll, I'll put one forward here, and I know we're all in favour of him, but I, I just I, I beg to differ what Doug – I'm having an argument with someone on the TNG side here about this. I beg to differ what Dougo said this morning. I love Dougo. I don't think the players are listening to the coach. That's my opinion. You, you just cannot be that poor, and as we are, we, we are poor. There's no question. There, there's there's problems in the club that's not being addressed, If and the club is gone into a very big shell. I agree with Dan with the young guys getting the good games into them. That's fine. But you've got to show promise as well as a team. You look at Hawthorne, they're actually showing really good promise as a team. They're, they're, I thought they were tanking early, but I, th- I think they've gone a different way. Well, yes. I think they deliberately tanked, but it, it it worked, you know what I mean, being out of the finals for so many years. What was it? We talked about this Asia way. It was like four or five years out of the finals. I think it was when we were talking about Alistair Clarkson, like he's like, like the end of his career at Hawks wasn't great. So I think they did try and tank, but because they had these, you know, first-round plays in there, it, it, did, it didn't work as well as they hoped, which is a positive as in they did well, you know. Um, well, you just yeah. a young team. We were the sixth youngest team on the weekend. So we, people were saying that we were young. Well, there was five other teams that were younger than us and three, three won and two lost. And then we're the other one that lost. So, um, you know, we, we had quite a few players in there that had a bit of experience and, Maybe it's those guys that aren't standing up, and in the first half, none of them did. And I could name, a few, I could gratify the names, but I'm not going to. But they're the ones that have to stand up to bring up the younger kids. I just want to briefly talk before we get into the 
player of the round for the Eagles and that Carlton, you know, they ran him up. Hewitt for Carlton, not the Eagles. He had 31 disposals. Doherty, 29. Newman, 23. Akers, 22. And Paddy Dow, the one I was watching because who knows if he's going to be in a Carlton jumper next uh, year. He had 21 disposals and he had 570 metres gain. So I thought he did pretty good. And I was just sitting there going, oh, I wouldn't mind him in an Eagles jumper. And I was just thinking about, you know, that's one one of the guys that we should be looking at, try to add out to our team. Uh, with the Eagles, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I thought in the first half I couldn't pick anyone because I thought it was shit. But in second half, Sheed sort of started doing what he needs to do. He's got to get defensive side. And like you said, Dan, if he hasn't got a defensive side, put him up in the half-forward flank. Uh, I thought Wibberton, I reckon Wibberton's last six, seven weeks have been pretty good. For the club, I think it's been good football and he's building. He had 30-some disposals and he had 579 metres gained. Uh, Darling, I thought, tried pretty hard, had a crack. And Young Longy, we, we've been trying to pump him up for the last few weeks. He has been pretty quiet. I thought he did okay around the ball for the small forwards. But do we all agree on the player of the round? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, uh, Gaffo is definitely player of the round. But I, I'll, I'll give two young guys a real... The rap I was rapped with on the weekend was on Dan's boys, young Al, Al Hewitt. I reckon he did. He's just showing some really good signs. That dash out of the middle was just fantastic to watch. And I, and people bagged him. But young Campbell Chester did a pretty good job on the weekend. Mm. He really got into it. He had about eighteen disposals and um, really ran hard. He puts his he puts his heart and soul into it. I still think he's going to be a he's going to be he's not going to be a top line player, but I think he's going to be a very good player for us. Yeah, he'll, he'll be a contributor. And uh, I think they changed the stats. I think they actually gave him an extra one. So I think he ended with 19. And that's a career no. high for him. So it's yeah. a little bit of improvement. And like I said, I'm glad you mentioned him because he goes under the radar, but he's slowly improving the more games he gets. And um, you were living your, your life in uh, Europe. But if you liked Hewitt, his last two games before it were um, even better, Wayne. And you're right, <laughs> he's one of my favourite. There's something about him. I think he will be our best. Young player in the future, um, yeah. So yeah, Gaff definitely was the best, but you're, it's at the stage now where we talked about the young list and that. But it is our older players. There is that gap where yeah. like got really old players or really young. So I honestly think four will need to go. Um, and it's cutthroat industry, you know. But Shuey broke down. That's devastating. You know, I mean, his body needed to hold up or that was it. And he's how he went again. And the way he acted on the bench, you know, he looked ever so. I think he knew that. So yeah. you, you yeah. say you lose Stewie Hearn and Nick Nat, you know, and then Gaff, I think what we've seen from Gaff in the last two weeks as well, he's played really well. It's He hasn't lost it. The team has lost it. I think he would be a good contributor in a better side. Imagine Gaff on the wing in Melbourne when you've got Petrarca and Oliver getting the ball out the middle. And he's getting him out to run. You know what I mean? I think because we're so poor, he's playing poor. So I think the last two weeks it's increased, say, trade value for him and showing that he has still got it. It's just we're not getting enough of the ball. We're not playing right. You know, some players aren't the leaders. They're more not contributors. It's understanding what he is. But I think, yeah, in a better side, I think he'll do it. And I think Darling fits that category. I wouldn't get rid of Darling right now, especially with Cloud over Waterman. Um, but I think he's another one. If he was in a better side getting supply, because I reckon Darling's last two weeks have been 
very good as well. And Wayne spoke briefly about Williams at the beginning. His second half, I wasn't happy with his first half. He, he mirrored the game. But his second half, he ended with like 17 disposals. He kicked a beautiful goal that just looked clean. He just, it was a good kicking action and it was straight. And he, you know, and here's another one, the younger players that are really performing. And I think we've got to move by. So they're my forward, probably sadly trade gaff, Shuey, Hearn and Nick Nat. And that's only four senior players. But you watch our age demographic drop with that because it is an average. So it is, it's sometimes misleading. Well, you, you just we all, all agree on Gaff. He had 30 possessions. He had uh, free clearance, six score involvements, six inside 50s, 376 metres gains. And you did say that, and, and it was 90% efficiency as well. Uh, you said plays better in a better team, and Simo did say that two weeks ago. The result of him not playing a good is, we're, you know, we're probably not playing good as a team for him to be playing good as a link player. Um, you briefly just touched on Shuey, and I'll, I'll jump ahead because I was going to bring it up later on. A couple of weeks ago, we did a poll with Luke Shuey and Shannon Hearn. Should they get an extra year in their contract? With Luke Shuey, it was um, resounding. 88% people wanted him to go on, and Hearn, 58% wanted him to go on. Now, if I did that again today, I think after what we saw on the um, on the weekend, and like you said, he was walking around Marvel looking like uh, that was his last time he's going to be playing there. Um, so... Unfortunately, he's only played nine games this year. He played 17 last year, but out of, I think it was about 88 games, he's only played 46 games of that. So you get to a, an age that he's at, and unfortunately, if your body's not holding up, you know, I think I think he knows now that it's probably the end is near, and he'll probably play his last game against Adelaide. What do you yeah, it's, it's horrible because his body, his just body didn't hold up. When he plays, he's one of our best players still, and that's what's devastating. But the reality is that it's the same injury. Like, his hammies are gone. Like, there's no denying that. If it was different injuries, like, say Gov. Gov is unlucky. He's had hamstrings. He's had back. He's broken his ribs. It's not like the one injury. Yeah. Um, he's out last week from concussion. So it's not like he's getting a calf that's only a calf. Where Shuey's just unlucky. It's his hamstrings, and it's always his hamstrings. Yeah, interesting young Ruben Jibney today's gone under the knife for his hamstring. So it's a yeah. third player this year under the knife for a hamstring for us. See that? Yeah. To me, now, to me, that's another thing I wanted to bring up. At the start of the week, they said it's a regulation grade two hamstring. Two days later, mm-hmm. he's, he's out for the rest of the year and having surgery. Now, be transparent, the club. You know, you can't have one person giving one message and another person in the club two days later giving another message. You know, on that first time, you know, this is what irks um, me as a supporter. Just be frigging transparent. You know, it's a ham. It's either a three or four week or it's worse. You know, don't sit there and go that and then change it the next day. You know, it's 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 just a frustration to me. And I think they found need to bring their clubs or to be transparent. It's not just Eagles, it's every club. So unfortunate to see that he's out for the rest of the year then, huh? Yeah, he's, he's out for a year. And I think I think Liam Ryan's had another attach uh, of surgery on his hamstring as well. Yeah, well, so let's hope they can get it right. Um, yeah. Then that's enough about Carlton and West Coast. We, you know, it was a 71-point loss, um, you know, and 
we're going to talk more positively about West Coast. They have our side in bounce down later on in the week, hopefully. Um, let's get on to the waffle, Dan. Now, I missed quite a lot of it because I was at my a live membership out of my um, amateur club. But West Coast, unfortunately, missed out. 12 goals, 880 to Swan District's 12 goals, 11.83. And it was a goal after the siren that one of the Swans, so Eagles denied. And unfortunately, I think Carrie Barnett probably was wishing he hadn't have uh, crossed the ball. Is that correct, what, uh, Dan? A hundred percent. In the dying minute of the game, he uh, took kind of a, a snap for goal when he had loose players, you know, 20 metres out. If he set it up, they could have taken the clock down and had their shot, uh, kicked the goal or missed the goal. The, the time would have been ours because, as you said, he missed, he got a point, they rebounded quick, they took a mark and then the siren went. And if he had his time again, but you understand these young players, they want to take that shot. Um, it's just that wasn't an option at that time of the game. Earlier in the game, you know, you, you're entitled to take a shot. But now, you know, you've got to be trained and that'll come with experience that you've also got to get the clock down. You know what I mean? And yeah. it would have been a certain goal and it would have blocked. But, my God, what a game. It was devastating. Obviously missed the first quarter because of the crossover between the AFL and the Waffle. But, I mean, Greg Clark, mate, what a game. Like, that's the best game I've seen him play. 37 disposals and they were good disposals. He kicked a lot. He was just everywhere. And, um... I'm just – you see that and we just harp on the – we'd set him at Neil, just play him in his bloody position. He's not a forward pocket. He's not a half forward. He's not a wingman. He's in the guts kind of player, you know, and I honestly think we need to get a couple of these uh, waffle players in after the last couple of weeks. You know, last week it was serviceable, but then these games they, they starred basically. And um, True did all right, the handball king, and he received a lot of attention from the Swans as he did last time he played them. So his disposal count was – um. You know, under pressure a lot, and he still managed to work it. So, yeah, now that there's a few more plays in, hopefully we can get a win before the end of the season. But it's coming very closely, that's for sure. Have you got the uh, disposals there, Wayne, um, in front of you, or do you want me to run through them? No, no, I haven't got any in front of me. Uh, well, you just briefly said uh, Clark, 37 disposals, he had seven marks, five tackles, eight inside 50s, four rebound 50s. And from my, all accounts, from what I'm, I'm hearing, he's like the, uh, the you know, when Na- Nelson is a captain, but the one that's doing all, most of talking out the ground is uh, Clark with directions and stuff. So it's good to see. True, 32 disposals. You said he got a goal as well. Uh, Baker, 21 disposals, seven rebounds. He ended up with a goal. Edwards, 19 uh, disposals. He, he ended up with a goal, four inside 50s. Nice goal too. Sorry, quickly. Edwards was a nice goal too. Jamison, 19 disposals, 22 hitouts played predominantly more forward. Um, DeWar, 18 disposals. Probably his best game for the year, four inside 50s, a goal. So they're all, all these guys are getting goals. So that was good to see. Um, Rotham, 14 disposals, uh, eight rebound 50s. Barnett, we, we just briefly talked about, had 24 hitouts. And uh, Winder, 17 disposals, two inside 50s. And his goal that he kicked, I had a look at the highlights, and uh, that was a pretty good kick. Uh, Biv, when he was a part of that chain of play to set it up too. You know, he was a hard runner. It was a very good goal. And um, it just and goes to show, and Wayne's been very hard on this, that you can't develop these players in the waffle if there's no one around them. So when we cut at the end of the year, even if they're maybe not in our best 22, there's certain players that have to stay on our list, and this was a great example of it. You read through the stats. 
these players that haven't been performing in Waffle because they've been under so much pressure and having to do it by himself, now when they've got players around them and now performing better. So the players like Clark and West is injured now, but those middle-aged players that are good Waffle players, I think they need to stay on the list. They might not have been our best 22, but they can come in if there's injuries and they give that support at Waffle. And, I mean, as I said, I cannot talk higher of Clark's game. And we've seen West do the same in the Waffle. So when it comes to cutting players, they can't be on the chopping block anymore as far as I'm concerned because the last two weeks we've seen a different Waffle side. We've had one bad quarter basically in two weeks with that Waffle. What about and you? young Jordan Baker? Young Jordan Baker had 20 disposals too, I think, in his yeah, best game. Running half back, you know what I mean? And he's showing promise. And he's exactly what I'm talking about, where you surround these players with some mature players and suddenly it looks like a different side and it looks like they can develop. Because you were 100% right, Wayne. You cannot develop players when there's only two AFL players and they're usually rookies. You can't. Uh, it's impossible. Um. Look, it's going to be, you know, the, we only got five weeks before we find out uh, who's going to get cut and that. So some of these guys will be playing for their lives. So I'm expecting some good turnouts. I was hoping to get down there this week, but there's no Eagles waffle side this week. So there's a buy this week for them. So unfortunately, uh, I don't know how they're going to do. They're going to have to do some match sims. They don't play again until uh, 5th of August which is against uh, Peel Thunder down at their dung heap. So um, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if anyone does step up from that list that comes into the um, side against North Melbourne, which we'll talk about in Bounce Down. So that's all good. So harping back to, uh, like you said, Dan, the last three weeks in the waffle, I think showing what we can do when we've got at least half a side in there. And we're not top up players for the whole lot, so maybe it's something to look, you know it's a positive to look forward to into next year, huh? Yeah, definitely. Um, what do you think? Well, out of all that, out of those players, who's the obvious one that comes in? Is is Clark? Obviously, Shuey's coming in, so is Shuey's coming out. So is Clark the obvious replacement? I think he is, but I think if they're going to play him, though, play him in the middle. Yeah. The, the tr- problem I have with, and this is what I have with the problem I have with the coach, is that he never plays players coming in in their positions. He will bring, he'll probably bring Gaff back into the middle instead of playing Gaff on the wing. Gaffy's best spot is on the wing. We all know that. Yeah. And if you're going to bring these kids, and if you bring Truy in, they bring either him or Truy in, play him in the guts, play him in Shuey. You, you're taking Shuey's spot. That's where you got to play, and, and and test them out because what do we got to lose? We you know we're, we're not we're, we're going nowhere for the rest of the year. This is where especially this week this is a chance to actually win a game. We you know this is our best chance to win a game. It's probably our only chance for the rest of the year to win a game. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, I, I'd play them in and play them in those positions in the guts. Test yeah, them I out. agree. One and um, I'll play. So we got two out. So there's definitely having to be two come in and. I'd love O'Neill to be, be removed off the sub list, put him in the middle, bring Clark in, put them in the middle. Because as I said, you've got your, your stores. You can leave a Kelly in there. You know what I mean? So you still got that one player that's, you know, season mid, as you said, Gaff on there. And you alternate it. Put Sheed forward, but then Sheed could come in, you know, chop, give him a chop out. Give young Hewitt chop out in there. You know what I mean? Like, you can change it a bit, but Clark and O'Neill, I want to see in the guts because especially O'Neill, he's one playing for his career right now. 
And they've done this ever since we had Brander. Uh, and it was my pet peeve, as I mentioned, like two years ago, that you're 100% right, Wayne, that a player gets in form in the waffle, then they bring him in the AFL, but they put him in a different position. I mean, it, 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 it's my book. And I know it's to patch holes. You know what I mean? I, I get that, especially with the injuries. But, yeah, they're the two that I would, cut, that I would want come in. And and I think it's crazy if they don't and they have to play middle. Like, you can – the fact our midfield did not perform on the weekend, they didn't. Like, I uh, was I said I had a positive spin on it, but I, I really didn't. I was picking positives. I didn't like that game. I don't think we did well. I think our midfield – Kelly didn't get huge numbers. I don't think she'd had a good game. You mentioned she best. He didn't get great numbers. It was Gaffer that got good numbers and it was all – it wasn't good enough. You know, you look at Carlton's midfield, they all got the numbers. They all got the disposal counts where we didn't have that. It was like Gaff and then just a few soldiers around him really. So let's try something different, you know. Well, don't just like roll that. out the same thing. I love midfielders are going to do it, but run both ways. And at the moment, they don't. And there's team, there's two of them that don't run both ways, and they both sit there and point around, point their arms around. Instead of pointing arms, going man up, somebody will run both ways. Uh, like you said, we've got nothing to lose. I'd be playing a lot of the kids now. You got five weeks left. I'd be playing as many of them as possible. Um, I'd probably even, you know, depend after. I want to see them have a red hot crack against North Melbourne this week. Um, and hopefully they do. After that, you know, I don't give a shit. But if they lose to North Mountain by more than six goals, there's, there's a bigger problem than what we think there is. So, because um, they're not travelling that great themselves. And I think we've got a better list. But we'll see what happens. Um, thanks for joining us again, guys. We did this via Zoom. So, um, hopefully on Thursday we'll do another one with Bounce Down. Um, and we'll get that out to you. So, hopefully we've got the, the name team by the time we do it. And um, let's just hope that uh, we can see more effort coming in the next week, hey, boys? Yeah, let's hope so. Right, uh, it's great to have you back too, Wayne. It's good to yeah, see you. Looking nice and fresh nice. from Europe. Nice to be back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, you're lying, as if you would have been having the time of your life. Yeah, it was. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looked awesome, mate. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, had a great time, but nice to be home. You're lucky the time zones were different. Otherwise, you would have been on the podcast. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Um, until next week. Uh, this is the final siren and waffle wrap. Uh, with uh, Eagle Nation. So get on to Linktree, download all the shows from there. Get on to our uh, Facebook pages, Instagram pages, Twitter pages, and join the discussions and give us some uh, questions if you need them answered. And uh, until next time, go Eagles. Go Eagles. Yeah. Be good. 